Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No matter how many times we say hello and how fast we say it, we're still not going to be able to replicate the zoo radio feel of last week. We always mean it, though, don't we? We always mean hello from the the bottom of our hearts. We do mean hello, but there are only two of us meaning it this week. Mm. Mm. It does seem a little bare in here, doesn't it? It is. Uh, And one reason for that is that Anne isn't here. The other is that we're not wearing any clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Because of that. (laughs) I wonder whether we've ever got through a show without joking about... <laughs> is about, it a joke? Is it oh, a joke? Just, you know, let's assume... Yeah. Uh, let, yes. Where is she? Shall I, I tell you what? Tell the me. last time I saw her mm. was at about half past three Saturday morning next to Craig the Rage McClellan. <laughs> I've genuinely not seen her since. Uh, I haven't seen either of them, although I have spoken to him. Right, and, and was he thanked sort of me. He said, <laughs> "The sound in the background." <laughs> no, he said he had the best time. Did he? He said he had the best time, He's... and I replied, "It was the best." But we shouldn't talk about that now. No, okay. We'll, we'll talk about everything that happened in Nottingham later. We'll um, a... Apart from everything, yeah, you, we'll... you said there were some stories off limits. We'll have a bit of a. <laughs> A moderated post-mortem uh, later in the show. Good, how are you? I'm, I'm really, really good. I had a very, very good weekend. Um, and I've had a, you know, Saturday, back to work on Saturday. It feels a bit like coming, you know, coming back from holiday. It did, really did, didn't it? Uh, it was, of course, it was Halloween at the weekend. How did you celebrate that? Or I celebrated you... that by trekking miserably home from Nottingham, going through crowds of people dressed in ridiculous costumes and shaking my head wearily at them. <laughs> so you, traditionally, yes. you know, you'd have shaken your head at me. Uh, I had to go to a Halloween party on Saturday night. Uh, I found out I was going on Thursday, so I didn't have a lot of time to prepare. So I bought an off-the-shelf Freddy Krueger oh, really? uh, outfit. Yeah. How um, did that go? Well, when I opened it, it didn't resemble what uh, the photo on the packet um, it was uh, very, very poor quality, um, although I did have the gloves, uh, which I struggled with when I needed to go <laughs> to the toilet. <laughs> you ended up in casualty, did you? <laughs> yeah, I ended up at a different religion. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. Um, I, I didn't do anything. I stayed in and played FIFA again, traditionally. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's uh, which a, was fine. That's one way of celebrating it, I guess. Mm. So, what have we got coming up? We have features from Derek Williams. Derek Williams. From Craig the Rage McClellan. Right. And the return of, uh, of another feature as well that we haven't heard from for a few weeks. So that's exciting. Okay. We're going to have some more chip tune music uh, later in the show, but we're going to begin with Anne. It's 7.0-something on Monday the 2nd of November. I'm Anne Scantlebury, and this is the news. Skyplayer on Xbox Live was launched, and then pulled this week. The controversially priced Teleplayer, which allows Xbox Live customers to watch Sky channels without a satellite, was turned off after unforeseen technical issues. Microsoft and Sky have said the problem stemmed from the service being too popular. One Life Left totally understands. 
We blame all our technical difficulties on our popularity too. She sounds like she's being forced to read that. I was, I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> she did sound different, didn't she? Really, very precise. Yeah. Very well spoken. You know what? Yeah. Do it again, Anne! <laughs> Do it again! <laughs> Yeah, I guess that was all edited out afterwards. Very, very nice, very good. Yes. Um, she is, she's at a play. She's at her play today. She's acting in a play. Okay. At gunpoint? Um, maybe, right. maybe. Uh, but we asked her to pre-record the news because she hadn't cleared this holiday time with us <laughs> yeah, in right. advance. So, uh, yeah. Didn't, it didn't have the same spark, did it? It didn't. It was a bit, it was a bit sort of professional, really. Mm. And, um... You know what? Consequently, I didn't listen to a single thing in that story. Okay, you shall might I have to praise it? Shall I? Yeah, I'll recap that for you. Well, basically, it was the story of the Sky player that never was. Oh yeah, that got. I, I missed this entirely, but I think you mentioned it while we were in Nottingham. Yeah, it's. Uh, you can now watch TV on your TV. No, I know what the thing is. I'm right. not that out of touch, but it was launched and then pulled. Yes, due to its popularity, um, and its popularity, I think, translated as it didn't work. Right? Did it not? W- so they're claiming it didn't work because of the popularity. Yeah, because all Xbox owners were rushing out to watch Sky. <laughs> but bear in <laughs> mind this time. But bear in mind that if you did that, uh, and I, I, I suspect very few people actually subscribe to Sky through Xbox. Be, because they don't have it, because it's, it's like fifteen pounds a month or something. So, right. Um, it, uh, but if you've got a multi-room subscription, it all gets a bit complicated. If you've got a multi-room mm-hmm. and you're already paying nine pounds seventy-five pounds a month on top of your Sky subscription for the privilege of watching TV on another TV, then you can also get it for free on your Xbox. Or if you've got the broadband unlimited uh, subscription package and your uh, in all cases, um, you get it for free if you pay Microsoft £40 a year because you have to be a gold member. So it's a reasonably straightforward thing. <laughs> you can understand why it's so popular. What if you're one of those people who just torrents everything? And nothing's changed. Okay. <laughs> Nintendo is to launch a whole other DS. This time it's the DSi XL. The XL bit meaning it's going to be big. How big is big though? A full 4.2 inches worth of screen. Twice. That's 8.4 inches back-to-back, which we can all agree is pretty big. The new handheld will be released in Japan this month and will be known as the DSi LL, presumably big in Japanese. It will then be released in Europe in the first quarter of 2010. Whenever it does get released, one thing's for sure. It's going to be big. Do you think we can get the um, pre-editing version of that? With Anne just talking about how big it is, <laughs> right, yes. Maybe distribute it to our listeners yeah, and see what they do with it. As a little, little present. Um, yeah, I was surprised by this. Really? That what the that they are making a bigger one? Well, yeah, not? because the logical progression of technology is for it to become smaller. We, sure, didn't, in fact, but... only last week didn't Anne break the world exclusive news that the Wii was going to become smaller. Oh, she did make that one up as well. Like this is this is uh, Nintendo though. They think outside they bo- the box. They do everything they the opposite the, way around. They got pretty big boxes. Uh, they do now. I I think it makes sense just about for. Um, I mean, it's like those large print books, isn't it? It is, or you could just move the DS closer to your eyes without <laughs> having to buy a whole new hardware revision. Would that make the stylus bigger, though? Yeah, it makes everything bigger. I don't think it does. Actually, that's a good question. Does, is, is the stylus on the XL bigger? Yes, it is. Is it? That's, that's, I'm, I think so. It's, uh, isn't it's it, like using a tricking drumstick. <laughs> no, isn't it like a, a sort of pen size thing? Don't know. Now? Don't know. I, um, I just, uh, I, I couldn't really read the stories about this because I was, lo- I was <laughs> shaking my head whilst looking at the internet. So. All right, I thought they were too small for you. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> you need if bigger magazines. Somebody would uh, bigger internet. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'm not. But uh, we were hoping to have Rob from Nintendo in today. We were. Maybe that's why I'm. No, she yeah. <laughs> she didn't think that. Uh, we were, but I, 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 I feel positively about this thing. I think it makes sense for sort of an older generation of gamers who aren't so concerned about carrying this thing around, aren't you know, aren't that interested in the portability of the system. Well, if you don't want a portable DS, get a Wii. No, because it's not the same experience right. of having the system in your hands, being able to touch it. That's the sort of accessibility point of the Wii. Right. Uh, the DS, sorry. I was being slightly facetious, so I don't Were see, you? Yeah, well... Well, sorry, can you earmark those points <laughs> in a different way? Maybe come up with a different intonation, or perhaps some sort of air quote thing that I can understand and our listeners miss. Okay. 
Sony's PlayStation Home director, Pete Edwards, was apparently misquoted and misrepresented in reports earlier this week. During a speech at the London Games Conference, he supposedly said that home is not a priority for Sony right now. This led many people to believe that home is not a priority for Sony right now. It was later clarified that what he really meant was that making money out of home isn't as much of a priority as building a really great platform. Well, for goodness sake, Pete, if you'd said that in the first place, you'd have saved us all a whole load of bother. And Anne would have had one less uh, news story. One less regular news story. Home, I I think this makes sense. I mean, obviously, it's what they would say if it wasn't doing particularly wasn't well any money. or whatever. But I think it is is—it is a pretty strong argument that, first of all, you develop the platform for stuff, and then you sell things inside that platform. Yeah, and if that, they can create that sort of successful second life-ish thing inside PlayStation Universe, then they stand to make an awful lot of money. True. Uh, but what, also what happens is that if, if you don't make money out of something, is that all that people bang on about is how, how are you going to make money out of it? Witness Twitter. Hmm... But then people initially said that about Facebook and things like that as well. I don't know whether I can back that up. That's why I'm getting this. <laughs> I, th- I, I, I think you need to have a bit more confidence. No, didn't, um, did, didn't Amazon spend the first few years losing millions? And then eventually there was a big thing when Amazon finally broke even. So, uh, yep. I wonder who bought that book? Amazon into profitability, and what was that book? Maybe it was ours. Yes, uh, I doubt it. I was talking to somebody about home uh, last week, and I can't recall who it was, but they were doing lots of things for it. They were building places and making things and all of that sort of stuff. And it was a company, so that company might must be. Well, must think it's going to make money. But I said to him, "Well, I've I've been in in PlayStation Home twice. I went on launch day." Mm When that wasn't pulled, it launched and we all went on it. I think and it, no, on. it was really hard to get in because everyone was trying to get in because they wondered what it was like. And it turned out it was just full of aggressive men chasing yeah. women around. Just like, like life. <laughs> just like Friday night in Nottingham. <laughs> um, and I, I think I've been back once since when they were supposed to have improved the loading times and stuff. And then, But then I've, I've not been back since. Have you? I haven't been back since we were going to run that feature. Um on One Life Life called Homeless, mm. which is more of a visual feature than right. uh, we've talked about that before. Yeah. It was funny, though. Uh, but didn't... Uh, IDOS did something cool with it, though, didn't they, for Batman? Didn't they... Did they? They recreated the Batcave in it. You can unlock the Batcave if you or you did something, I think. Right, OK. Yeah, so that sort of stuff's good. Mm. It's all it's all good. It just has to has to have the sort of people and the interactivity and the fun. What would, what would home have to do to tempt you back in? Seriously, or do you want a joke at this point? Because okay. I don't have a joke. I could give a proper answer. Okay, well, let's do, t- do you want me to give a proper answer? Yeah, that? I'll I, give you the time to no, say... No, no, you give the proper, proper answer and I'll laugh at it. Okay. okay. I think it'd have to have something um, genuinely interactive that uh, gave me a positive uh, sense of sort of gameplay, reinforcement, value, judgment, excitement. <laughs> Thanks. Is the bell tolling for mobile gaming? Well, no. But Nokia is closing down its Engage service. Games will be sold until September 2010, when all community features within games will stop functioning. Current Engage users are being directed to Ovi Store, where they can buy games. It's thought this decision was made in part due to the massive popularity of the iPhone and iPod Touch. There was a time when Snake was the height of mobile gaming. Clearly, those days are gone. I think it sounds like she's one of the like station platform announcers. It's yeah, making yeah, these news yeah, stories yeah. out of fragments of yeah. old news stories. Yeah. Uh, I, and also, yeah, because I don't understand that story. Nokia is stopping selling games, but it's going to carry on selling games. It's stopping using the Engage branding. That's it. Yeah, they've gradually phased it out because they said, you know, when they stopped making Engage um, specific Engage phones, they said, no, 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 we're definitely continuing it. Definitely we're just putting it, yeah. the Engage chips in our other phones. That's what's happening. And now they go, no, we're definitely sort of still doing it. We're just getting rid of the Engage labelling. I think what, what, what I would like to do is uh, next September. Let's let's all. Get, I, I'm, I'm reasonably certain I've still got an Engage. Mm. Um, we should get them out, buy games in September, and then just be there when the community services are turned off, and then you all. <laughs> <laughs> Find yourself alone. <laughs> What's happening? I did have an engage. Yeah, the first one. I had to use it for a while as did well because my it phone died. Phone? Yeah, and it oh. was. And I remember being at a games, um, a games event, and my phone ringing, 
and having to leave the room to answer it. <laughs> That's never Go a good corner, sign, is it? Because I don't want to see anyone um, seeing me side-talking. No, they're appallingly misjudged. Uh, did you ever buy the games? Did you play any Because people seem to think that they were quite good, but actually, I think they were... Better than the rubbish mobile games, but still not not as that, good as, no, as like as the a, Game Boy Advance a, no. or whatever was around at the time. They were, you know, they, they tried to make them slightly three D, but they were just like bad three D Game yeah. Boy Advance games. And you had to take the battery out of the back of the Engage to put your game in, which is obviously <laughs> amazing. And uh, the the one that came out after that, the Engage Two or whatever it was called, was slightly better and smaller. Yeah, um, but really. The you damage know, had been done, hadn't it? They did a... I remember the press, the launch event for the Engage. they took everyone to the London Eye. Right. Which was actually, I always thought, it was really, really clever, because once you were in one of those pods, and oh, then you went, course, yeah. here's the Engage, Yeah, and we're turning, it, we're turning the London Eye off. And now, what are you going to do for the next hour? Because yeah. <laughs> it was dark as well, so you could see, you know, the pretty lights of London. But pretty much, you had nothing to do in that thing for 50 apart, minutes, apart, apart from, from sit there, FIFA. play a bad version of FIFA. FIFA. And um, Tiger Woods was on it. So EA do like to embrace new platforms, don't they? Mm, yes, they're very, uh, they're very uh, open-minded. Hmm. And how much money did they lose last year? Not sure. <laughs> and finally, Heavy Rain creator David Cage said the word nipples in front of a big room of people. Speaking at the Eurogamer Expo, Cage was defending the use of sex in the 18 plus title and apparently wasn't giggling the whole way through. He said, when you're 18, you won't be shocked for the rest of your life because you saw nipples. I don't know, David. Simon saw nipples for the first time at 21 and look what happened to him. That story is definitely a cry for help. She is issuing coded messages through... Yeah, that does sound strange, doesn't it? Through the use of slightly sexy words. Um, if she was if she was dead, let's, let's hope she's not. Mm. But if she was, how long do you reckon we could get away using sound bites from her old news stories and just remixing them a bit? <sighs> Germans are banning games. Yeah. Molyneux said something. Uh, the company loses money. Piracy. Yep. Um, um, uh, that's, 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 that's a story. That's essentially the scope of her. That's pretty much it, isn't it? it is, Could probably it? do it for ages. And then a bit, a few sexy terms in there to keep the listeners on edge. Well, um, maybe actually. Well, if she doesn't turn up next week, if she doesn't phone her news. In, she like did some <laughs> war correspondent. <laughs> she did. She did say that if we needed her to come in, she'd she'd manage to make it before the first before the second half of the play because her play's on in the second half. Is it right? Doesn't need to go for the first half. But let's if 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 she doesn't, let's just let's genuinely just replay some of our, our old stories and see if anybody <laughs> notices. Um, so, David Cage, you're a big David Cage fan, big, aren't you? Yep, I'm a big David Cage fan. I've you, got posters, you call posters him? of him at KG. KG. Uh, posters of him in my bedroom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was in Smash Hits. Yeah, um, I played all his games, and when I say all, I mean both. <laughs> uh, he has done, he's done two games, hasn't he? He did the No Man's no Soul, Man's Soul, and then uh, your favourite, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Very, very good Fahrenheit, apart from the bits that aren't very good. But, Which bits but aren't very good? The ending... And um, um, yeah, I know our friend David McCarthy wasn't fond of the the sort of wacka 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 sex music like it plays. Apparently, yeah, he prefers grunge when he's uh, making <laughs> love. Uh, yeah, um, so I, I mean, nudity in games are, are, is gaming mature enough to be able to do this with uh, any skill and, ta- um, and taste? Of course, it's not because uh, any time that anybody does it, there's a big deal ma- made out of it, and uh, you don't get the film critics going. <laughs> <laughs> boobs do you yeah but don't they make a big deal of it in a yes finally gaming is um mature enough to handle um, a sexy content can you talk in a french accent please <laughs> no because the critics aren't french no but david cage is is he yeah oh i wasn't being david cage okay. sorry is he yeah then it should be david cage <laughs> surely david killespiel <laughs> um no, apparently, in Dragon Age... I'm looking forward to that, actually. Isn't it out? Uh, it's out on Steam. I saw Kieran Gillen doing an absolutely... A, showing his lack of grace and dignity by, on Twitter, saying, why haven't I got a copy of Dragon uh, Age yet? Can someone send me one? Form. Hang your... Kieran Gillen, we know you listen. We know you listen. Wherever you are now, sat in a darkened room... Naked. Yeah, well, I was going to say at least top off or whatever. 
uh, listening to Suede, just slowly hang your head in shame. Mm. Don't look at us like that. Now do it. Uh, that's that's terrible, actually. Um, in fact, so he should be made to buy us all a copy now. Yeah, Kieran. Um, so, yeah, Dragon Age. Mm. Apparently, you can be an elf, a man elf. That's all Kieran wants to be. And get off with another man elf. Shut up. Seriously. Really? Yeah, I reckon that's for the sort of twilighty slash fi- slash fiction audience. So, what sort of um, if you were to give that a slang term for that sort of relationship, what would it be? M- Melf. Um. <laughs> oh, there's ah, there's got to be one. Yeah, well, elf, 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 and self, and elf arm, elf, elf arm, elf arm. No, because it's it's totally fine. They're not coming to any harm. I believe it hurts. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Should we move on? Thanks, Anne. Thanks, Anne. <laughs> Thirty in the morning after Anne had finished her set. Good set, wasn't it? It's was good set, very good set. B- 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 banging. Yeah. Uh, she was approached by a man. Right, that's not unusual. That's not, especially at these sort of, <laughs> sort of events. She's approached by a man, and uh, that man wanted to ask her what one of the records was she was playing. Right. Which was pretty, you know, pretty impressive. She put this set together. Normally I choose the music for One Life Left. Yeah. This, by the way, is I Bid Ye Farewell by Andy Expandy. <laughs> What's funny about that? Andy Expandy. Is Andy that his Expandy. real name? Um, and, um, yeah, she was approached by a man and the man said, oh, you played that great record. Oh, that's such a... Uh, that's, a that's such an obvious tactic. Isn't it? Oh, you played that great record. What's your phone number? <laughs> and Anne said, no, 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 it wasn't called What's Your Phone Number? Right. It's called. It was. Uh, it was milkshake remix of milkshake by Kellis. Yeah, got it from 8bitcollective.com and Cyphus, because that was the man. The Cyphus. The Cyphus said, uh, "Great, can you send me a link?" Again, just trying to get her email address. <laughs> well, Anne was very clever about it. Anne sent me the link and uh, said, "Can you uh, can you forward this to uh, is Cyphus?" That right? Or did Craig send that email? <laughs> and so. And so I did. Uh, well, I haven't done yet. But anyway, Nottingham. That, that was a good set, wasn't it? That from, was from Anne. an excellent set. Did you and like your, my set? Your set was great too, Simon. Wasn't it? More traditionally video gamey. 
It was literally. It was actually quite. I tell you what. Let's come on to that okay. because Nottingham started in the morning. Well, actually, for me, it started the night before because <laughs> right. I was asked to do a last-minute um, thing about games journalism, which went quite well. Yeah, there's no honor. critical hit. There's it was no called. honor in being asked to do something last minute. Uh, you weren't good enough for the first draft of the schedule. Uh, I think and if somebody you were more important dropped out. Yeah, Gary Penn. Right. Well, he's more important. Yeah, he is. Right. What? What's your point? That you can't sit there and say, "Well, I was asked to do something." But I can minute. say. That I was asked to do it before you were, so um, higher up the list. Uh, Unless you turned them down too. I was busy on Thursday night, though I was. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, we did that, and that was nice. Rebecca Mays performed. Oh, I saw her on GamesWipe, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, did. She was very good. She sung some songs. It was a bit of tension I between us, you know. I can't remember whether I fancied her or not. I think you probably did. Okay, right, good. There was a bit of tension between me and Rebecca Mays. Well, sex tension. She got, she got bored while we were talking. Right. And I uh, called her on it, and she uh, she was very honest. She said, I just switched off for a bit there. And everyone really? laughed. At me. Right, So, mm. and that was after she'd done her performance, was it? Uh, no, she was Cause doing... Because then, then well, well, after she performed, I hope you put your iPod on. <laughs> during yeah exactly. she was uh, no she was doing um she was doing sort of interstitial sets like she'd play a song uh while me and margaret robertson owen benelak um and simon parkin tried to define the perfect review we did it section by section so we'd say what should be in the perfect uh, review intro talk about it then she'd do a, a song and while she was doing a song those three tried to write the perfect review of who, Pac-Man. Who was the best? Well, they all did it collaboratively, like consequences. Yeah, but one of them must have been the best. Margaret did a very good screenshot. Okay. Uh, she, she drew Pac-Man. Uh, no lens flare, though, right. which was disappointing. Yeah. Uh, but I think Simon was probably the best okay. because he, he had to come up with a joke for the intro. It was decided that all good reviews should start with a, start with a right, gag yeah, and yeah. a few facts. Okay. And he came w- up with a joke. What was the joke? I can't remember. I think it was knock, knock. Who's there? A woo, 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 woo. A woo, 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 woo. Ah, a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> did he make that up? He claims to have done. It was pretty good. That is pretty, pretty good. good. So they did that, and then we read out the review at the end, and it was funny, and everyone laughed. Then I went to sleep. Okay. Then I got up again. Right. Then. Then Anne and I arrived after a, it's a traumatic journey. Mm, I heard um, somebody ar- actually. That's not what happened. First, I went and showed off my game, didn't I? You did, yeah. Secret game. That's true. But Announced you sh- you this week. Sh- you maybe bring that up Don't if you're know. not able to talk about not it. Able uh, to talk about it. We had a traumatic time um, because somebody um, from the London Games Conference uh, jumped in front of a train at Peterborough to stop us getting up there. Really? Well, I'm not sure if it was somebody from the London Games Conference. But that would make sense, wouldn't it? It would make sense, yeah, because they were trying to stop the talent leaving the capital. Take out one of uh, the London Games City's biggest contributors. That's right. Uh, But we still made it um, on time, although our broadcast had to be pushed back, didn't it? Did have to be pushed back, and then pushed back again when our CD players didn't work, so we did the show. Go us. We did the show. The show was okay? It was okay. It wasn't one of our best. I wouldn't say you missed out if you didn't make it for that, but we did a low-key show. We may broadcast it um, uh, later in the Christmas period when we... All go away. We talked to lots of interesting people, didn't we? We did. We had a hardcore group of One Life Left fans managed yeah. to find us. That was great, wasn't it? L- they sat a little bit close. I mean, one of my recommendations for next year will be some improved security. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, that was great. It was great to see them. We interviewed some nice people. We chatted to some nice people. And then, and we left. We did leave, didn't we? We would pop back to the hotel. Pop back to the hotel, then straight on to Muse, to Muse for the Chiptune Masterclass. That was good, wasn't it? Cyphers and Sables taught us all how to use uh, LSDJ and a tracker program, Milky Tracker. That, that's, that's an interesting way of summing it up, but um, I was utterly baffled by it. <laughs> Well, you see, I, I wasn't, but I've been through Save Pulse's excellent tutorial before. Right. Um, I know that Jude, our friend Jude, mm. has subsequently gone away and uh, done the tutorial. Right. Like, and, 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 and super we, enjoyed we'll it as well. we be playing songs by her next week, will Maybe, we? who knows? I'll oh. be checking 8-Bit Collective for her contributions. Right. And um, also, in the room, there were some people who had hardware. Our friend yep. Mitu, she was there. She was, she, there, she yeah. was playing along, and they were following it, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, guys, I, two guys with Game Boys, they were following through. Yeah, and there so, was a man next to me with a laptop. He was, co- he was uh, copying the tutorial. He was asking a lot of questions, yeah, wasn't yeah. he? Um, so that was great, and we, we all had a good time. It was good. And then what happened? And then we went and got some drinks, and then we started drinking and got some food. And, and that then, was where it began. Then Muse opened. 
It did. And then people came in after we had been drinking. Yep. Which often is the indication things are going to go wrong. You remember the Christmas party last mm. year? Not much of it, weirdly. Yep. Uh, but it went brilliantly, didn't it? Didn't it? Jonathan Smith suggested we start with cocktails. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? He did. <laughs> no messing around. No, straight in for jugs of cocktails. Jugs. Yeah. Plural. And um, it worked. It worked. First on, Derek Williams. Wow. What an entrance from the man! Absolutely astonishing set. He was uh, he was hiding. I I, I introduced him, and uh, we'd seen him like we'd seen him for the sound check, and we thought, you know, going to be dependable. Derek, he'll be a good show, and that. Yeah, we, that- we 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 were sure. We you know we thought. What we need is a banker on first, yeah. someone who can lift the spirits of the crowd. We didn't expect that. So as I was introducing, I kind of glanced to my right. Around the corner, Derek was changing. He was. Like a werewolf. Started off in something akin to a reaper's he robe, did, yeah. didn't he? And then he pulled that off after the first song. And should, wait, should we tell people? I'm wondering, uh, I'm thinking should... maybe we shouldn't, because he may repeat this. Uh, okay. And people okay, might. Yeah. So but all you need to know is Derek was astonishing. Yes. And uh, we thought, how do you follow that? The, the, actually, there are a couple of videos on YouTube actually of Derek at Game City. There are, aren't there? Are. If you Google yeah. Derek Williams Game City, you can see. But you might not want to spoil it for yourself. After that, well, I got on stage and had the pleasure, <laughs> the dubious pleasure, of introducing Craig the Rage McClelland, who captivated the audience. Boy, oh boy, he had um. He had some real fans as well at the front, didn't he? He really did. Some people, people who knew, knew his poems off by heart. Yeah, requesting things. I yeah. think when he announced the Princess Diana one, someone whooped. <laughs> this is a favourite, and it is a good one. It is a good one. It is a good one. Um, and of course, if you missed it, you can buy it in his book. Yes. Which he sold... I don't know. He sold a lot of copies. Again, I saw Jonathan Smith buying four copies. No. no. Oh, no. See whether they're on eBay. No, worse than that. Toby, Ben and Sam. Yeah, he won't have given them a Craig the Rage. In fact, maybe maybe he's buying them for Christmas. And we just <laughs> spoiled it. Because they do listen sorry. Um, no, we didn't. Oh, you mean another Jonathan Smith? It's yeah. a very common name. <laughs> it it's a very common name. So, Craig Slade. He was amazing. Yes. Uh, and then... And then... And then Anne went on stage. She, she did. She introduced Cyphus. He was amazing. Playing the guitar. Playing the guitar over his Commodore Amiga. It, Imagine was that. Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Uh, loads of dancing going on. So much dancing. I saw Raina Lee losing it at the yeah. front. Um, and uh, yeah, there are a couple of other girls, but mainly men. Dancing, mainly men. Not dancing how men know best. Doesn't matter. Um, including us. Uh, yeah, he was brilliant, actually, wasn't he? Um, he, was, he was absolutely astonishing. He was... He was Brilliant. And then... And then our headline act. Sabre Pulse. A man with a Game Boy. And uh, I, I, I was telling people when I was dressed as Freddy Krueger about what happened. <laughs> and like, yeah, a man came on and played uh, on stage with a Game Boy. And uh, it was phenomenal. Absolutely incredible. And again, Jonathan Smith. Not that Jonathan uh, Smith. Right, the yeah. other one. The other, other, other one. Yeah. Halfway through that set, he looked at me and he said, Did you know... <laughs> And I said, well, I thought I knew. I mean, I knew a bit, but I, I didn't, didn't know. know. And yeah, it was just... And, and you, you know, I had to go up on stage afterwards and say thank you to everyone for coming. Stick around for our DJ sets. Yeah, to you know, the, the, next the next headline. Set, the next headline. Um, and all I could do was do a swear. <laughs> I know. You said nipples, did you? <laughs> David Cage laughed. I know, it was astonishing. But it was, it was really genuinely it was better than we could have hoped. It yeah. was, it, you know, we had high expectations and they were exceeded in every way. And then you followed that with a DJ set, played some Game Influencers songs, including... Uh, Knights of Sidonia Cross with the Legend of Zelda theme, which I'll be playing on the show when I'm next in charge. <laughs> I came on to the ocean loading music and went straight into an outrun trance version. Cyphus <laughs> came up and said... I, I forget what adjective he used, but, it's, but it's, it was like a cool word, word that music people use. He said, oh, you played a, insert adjective here, version of... Banging. Yeah, maybe. And I went, yeah. Groovy. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, played the command, a rock version of the Commando thing. That music. was great. Then Anne followed that with some oh, chiptune pop classics. That was great. And then some other... Who else came on? Uh, 
uh, Doey from Nanon Shah. Oh, he yeah. came on. Yeah, he was played brilliant. an amazing Japanese chip tune set. He actually mixed. He mixed uh, the Final Fantasy uh, end ending uh, uh, music with stuff. That was brilliant. That was. I mean, he was great. Simon Parkin he from Eurogamer. He Ab- looked cool. Actually, he really did. He'd calculated. So- then I went on. You were for good. a bit. Yeah, I played some. Um, I ended up playing Tipsy. I'm not sure what that had to do with video games. Yeah, I, I was. I was going to cry foul at that point. Yeah, but I did play the eight bit Soldier Boy thing we had, and everyone was dancing right. to that. And I played Copy. Uh, played um, played played lots of songs that I liked, and then. And then... And then something <laughs> unexpected happened. Save Pulse came back and DJed. He asked me, he said, sorry, I'd really like to do a DJ set. Would that be okay? I don't want to, you know, I don't want to intrude. I'm really, really sorry. Totally, please. I'm only going to play Miley Cyrus again. So, um, so yeah, he stepped up, plugged his laptop in. And I'll be honest with you, I don't remember much past that point. The world side moving, we were dancing. I, we were dancing to songs you wouldn't, I would never dance to. It was... Because we were so in the mood. Phenomenal. It was absolutely brilliant. And, and by that time, two o'clock or so, I think there were about 25 of us left. Because the place was rammed early in the night. 25 yeah. of us left. And, and it was genuinely one of the best nights. That was then, the, after, the after party crew, was it? The after party. Can't talk about what happened at the after party. We actually can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We we can't. We we discussed it before the show, <laughs> and we decided. That. I said to Steve, I said, uh, "Did that happen?" And he went, "Yep, yep." <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, the same person got in trouble with the law. Yeah, almost with stealing booze. Yeah, I've just remembered that, and and then and died. So that was that. Listen, I'm, so I'm, I'm aware was... that that was probably quite boring for those of you that weren't there, but... Um, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. But... Maybe, maybe it wasn't. But we hope to repeat something like that in London soonish, do we? We do. We're going to have the Christmas party, which we haven't talked about before. We are going to do this again. We may, may, may try and get some live acts for that as well, because it was so good. It was brilliant. It was so good. Yeah. And, like, consider that preamble nothing other than... Us trying to persuade you to come to the next one. Absolutely, because next time we will go on for longer. I think that was seven <laughs> minutes. Uh, next time we will talk, and 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 you know, be a part of it. Yeah, be a part of it. Letters. Ah, uh, but they're all about Nottingham. Then one could consider that a clever link rather than just uh, some more tedium. Hi team, thank you so much for an incredible one night left in Nottingham. I drank, I danced and I made new friends all the way to the hotel lobby. The good times rolled into Saturday which saw me playing drums for Derek Williams and the free market economists having been brought onto the Lego rock band stage by the lovely Raina Lee. Even the train journey home was a pleasure thanks to my new copy of 64 Bits of Pain, a triumph. Looking forward to the Christmas party already. Love, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. It was good to see you there. Um, What do I remember of Charlie? Uh, He had a T-shirt on with um, with a, 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 what do you call those things that move? Oh, that's right. Um, And Um, equaliser. Equaliser. Yes. It was moving. Uh, And it worked. And then we shouted at it, didn't we? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, sounds, sounds like me. Okay, Ben says, A few episodes back, Anne said that she'd be interested in playing a game about hairdressing. I'm pleased to announce that such a game already exists, Bonsai Barber on WeWare. I spoke to Martin Hollis about this in Nottingham, and he seemed very upset that Anne didn't stick up for his excellent game. Although his mo- mood may have been caused by me having just asked him if he was going to join us all booing on the dance floor, he said no. Oh. Cheerio, Ben. Yeah, Martin Hollis was at our party, wasn't he? He the was. The man who made Goldeneye... Came to our party. Came to see my game earlier in the day too. What did he think? I thought it was. He said it made him uh, angry. Right. Mm. There we go. Because um, uh, he thought it was good. <laughs> uh, Beth Clark writes. Firstly, I'd like to thank you guys for Game City, which was fantastic, and I believe we will be hearing what it was like with the live show. We're not sure about that. <laughs> uh, in fact, I had a great time in general, and I even managed to chat to Martin Holly. Martin Hollis was playing some indie arcade games. Martin Hollis gets around, doesn't he? Twitter.com/slash Martin Hollis. I also remember to check with my German teacher how to say violent video games and thought it might come in useful for the news should the whole Germany banning games shebang. Uh, violent video games equals get... <laughs> okay, she's put it phonetically. Gewaltatische uh, Gewaltat video spiel. 
Cheers much, says Beth, who's just made us swear. This in is going to be. This is going to be like when uh, one of Slag Smalls Gluben wrote to us and told us how to say his name. Except for this time, it's going to be the whole of Germany. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, so yes, um, we don't have any uh, social events in our calendar this week. So hopefully, next week's letters will be less self-indulgent. If you want to write to us, you're going to have to email team at onelifeleft dot com. We need to get her to send that in. Yeah, because I'm not. I'm not. I know. I thought, I'm not a secretary. I thought about pointing at you yeah, I thought that's you, not going to end well two fingers back <laughs> team at onelifeleft.com you can also follow us on twitter slash onelifeleft or you can follow me at Steve is here simon at baronic man or Anne. it doesn't really matter does it <laughs> <laughs> she's not here yeah just don't bother maybe you'll get one of those facebook messages that suggests you reconnect with dead friends also we do have a phone number as well we just don't have the jingle Nine. If you could use that, we will absolutely, definitely, definitely, definitely play um, whatever it is you leave on the show next week, assuming you don't swear, which is all most of you seem to do. <laughs> and don't forget, of course, you get to listen to an exclusive answer phone message left by the dearly departed Anne Scantleberry. week it's hard to know where to begin. As many of you will know, I've been at Nottingham Game City, which was incredible. There was the excitement of One Life Left Live, there was the chip tune workshop, which I didn't attend. I was too busy rehearsing for my unforgettable performance of One Night Left. Before Craig the Rage Silence and Sabre Pulse showed how it's really done. Speaking of unforgettable, I went to the talk from Masaya Matsura, who did rather spiffy electronic version of the same name. He was on about polypersonal gaming and development. I didn't quite grasp what he was on about. Isn't polypersonal just multiplayer? I did mention an idea about being able to scale down your 360 and PS3 HD resolution games to take out on a mobile phone or something, but it sounded pretty, pretty spiffy. Later, Jonathan Smith's ballroom Brits talk about Lego Rock Band finally showed me the whole point of it all. That super easy mode where you don't need to hit specific things, just hit anything at the right time, is clearly something drunken gamers have been waiting for, never mind those children's. Thus proving once and for all that Rock Band is vastly better than Guitar Hero. So excited was I by his talk, I took part in playing the Lego Rock Band on the big screen in the Market Square tent, where OLL's famous Raina Lee was acting as compere. With OLL friends Charlie and Chris, another unforgettable performance was made, mainly thanks to the costume gimmick I pulled the previous day at One Night Left. It got some guy taking a photo of us afterwards, so some impression must have been made. He looked like he was from the press, or at least a stalker who likes professionalism in his photos. So thank you to absolutely everyone involved in one of the greatest times I've had in my life, and for being kind and not telling me I looked a total fool on both occasions I performed. I'm Derek Williams, and so what? I'm still an FME star, with my FME moves. <laughs> oh Derek, it's Derek. good to hear him happy yeah, again, isn't, isn't it? it? There we go, he should be Nottingham every week. <laughs> yeah, well... Christmas party. Maybe he'll be there. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure he, he sent me a text. Uh, he sent me a te- he dropped me a text on Saturday morning saying, uh, "Where are you?" Uh, and I said, oh, "I'm just on my way home now." And he said, "Okay." He said, uh, "He's going to head into town." And uh, he said, "See you at Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then he will. Yeah. Um, that's it for Nottingham. Yeah. Let's never mention it again. Draw a line under it. Never mention it. We again. do have Craig coming up later in the show. What happened to our um, our chap who was going to do the golden joysticks? Uh, feature. Not heard from him. Maybe he got he ejected. Bumped, he bumped or into Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not heard from him. If you are him, if you yeah. are he, are you all right? I uh, hope you're all right. Yeah. Hope if you if you're not all right, I hope it wasn't our fault. No, but mostly we hope you're all right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's know what happened. We do have something else to ha- uh, talk about, which we could we should probably do now because it was quite exciting. It was exciting, and it happened. A few days before that thing that we're not talking about. No, the N-word, mm. as Ron Atkinson would say. So, MCV is the uh, industry trade paper. 
Uh, it is the video game's equivalent of variety, yep. or um, what's another one of those type things? Um, Steel Weekly. Yeah, Plumber's Daily. <laughs> or whatever. It comes out every week, and it deals with all of the things that have happened in the uh, video game exactly. industry. That it's, it's for the business, it's for, for those in the business of video games, which yes. Steve and myself firmly are. So we get our copies every week, study it, uh, as you might be able to tell, that's how we're so well informed. <laughs> Um, and uh, and yeah, uh, it comes to every video game developer in the UK, every video game publisher, and shops, all the shops, all the, uh, you know, everyone involved in every aspect of the video game industry. Now, every year they do a thing called Thirty Under Thirty. What's now, that, Steve? Well, I think a lot of these sort of publications do it. It is where they select thirty people um, from across the video game industry who are under thirty, and these thirty people are the most uh, influential, exciting, up-and-coming people in the video game industry. And we were in it! Me and Steve, (laughs) would you believe, to our surprise, uh, we were excluded. Um, It would have to be a higher number. It would have to be our age plus one, (laughs) under our age. (laughs) Something like that, yes. So, uh, So One Life Left didn't make it this year. Oh. Except Anne was in it. Scants was in it. Uh, she uh, was lauded as, um, as Steve says, one of the most influ- influential ones, which is a- an absolute honour and a privilege. And I mean, she was over the moon. She wasn't quite sure why she was over the. She was basically going around showing people the magazine, going, "Look, I'm under 30! <laughs> um, and so uh, we thought we'd treat this uh, with uh, the respect it deserves um, by not reading out her entry, but looking at pictures of the other girls that have been featured <laughs> in it and making. <laughs> And making a noise. <laughs> right, so no, actually, I'm going to scroll down until we get to Anne, okay? Okay. Can we, do it, can we do it for boys as well, just uh, just because, you know, Dragon Age has inspired me? Okay, okay. go on then. Okay. What, do you, what do you think of that man? Mm. Um, how do you pronounce his name? I'm not telling you that, because that's revealing okay. who he was. Right, what about her? Mm. Yeah? Mm. Big chin. Uh, Ooh, big smile, <laughs> boys. What about my her? space photo? That is, yes, yeah, she must be quite fat because mm. she's taken the, the. Always suspicious of that angle. Right, we won't be going there. Oh, big zoom, That's, big face. Yeah, so that implies what? He's got massive ears. Simon, is this going to take a while? Because I think people are tired of this joke. No, I've I just d- got a, a, just some waves. Are sort of okay. Uh, no, wood, no, wood, I, wood, wood, wood. Probably wood. I'd go back to her. I'm going to be shopping. Have. <laughs> <laughs> He's very weird these days. Really? Uh, no, I can't find Anne's entry. Oh, Not come on, f- come on. <laughs> Look at her, though. <laughs> now, she's the best, though. Anne's definitely hot, but her. And Anne, Anne says, like, because I, I, I was thumbing through it with Anne on the train up, and I said, Look, you are hot, but she's hotter. And uh, Anne said, um, She said, Yes, but, but you can see that that picture's posed. Right. right. So someone's pointing a camera at you. Do you? <laughs> what do you think is happening? <laughs> what do you think is happening? Um, so yeah, if you can, in fact, you could probably guess. It. Boys and girls, can you go through the thirty under thirty uh, on MTV and let us know who you fancy, and we'll get them in the By studio. The way, I definitely don't fancy that person. Do you not? Well, no. that leaves away. What about her? Definitely. Right. Co-host and head of news, One Life Left, 24-year-old Scanterbury is head of news, or colloquially, News Fox, and co-host of Games Media Award winner, One Life Left. Co-host Steve Cowan and Simon Byron say Scanterbury is a perfect representation of the expanded games audience in 2009. That's that's something I've never actually said about a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, look at her. (laughs) She's a perfect perfect (laughs) representation of the expanded games audience in 2009, isn't she? Uh, So, yes. um, Well done, Anne. That's excellent. Yeah, totally, totally brilliant. Uh, We were absolutely, superbly proud of you. Um, Simon was prouder of uh, one of the other girls. (laughs) Each of us has our own personal breaking point. You don't know where that point is. The point at which the multiple indignities and cruelties that the universe inflicts upon you tips your psyche irrevocably out of kilter, sending you hurtling into an emotional abyss of unknowable dimensions. Professor Ian Parker reached his breaking point on December 13th, 1997, as he fought his way through thick crowds of Christmas shoppers in Croydon's Whitgift shopping centre. He was midway between John Lewis and Tandy's, 
when he was heavily jostled by a leisure-wear-clad woman smelling strongly of Nando's chicken. He suddenly felt himself assailed, imagining himself as Questor the Elf from the video game Gauntlet, surrounded on all sides by innumerable grunts, demons and lobbers, each of them clamouring for him, draining his health points. The police detained him less than 15 minutes later, sweaty and flailing, his shoes, socks and shirt all gone, wearing only a pair of navy slacks. In his back pocket was a photograph of his late wife Jenny, taken on a walking holiday in the Cairngorms in 1985. She stands astride a fast-running brook, resplendent in a mustard-coloured snood. Shortly after the picture was taken, she was butted to death by a herd of rogue mountain goats. Now Ian Parker promenades up and down Penge High Street day after day, his eyes fixed on some distant horizon. Strolling with infinite leisure, hands clasped white knuckle tight behind his back, his face a mask of bland serenity, a mask that ever so occasionally falters, creasing into an expression of utter panic and dread, before settling back into an impregnable repose of vacuous calm. His breaking point is a memory now. Everything is a memory now. Craig the Rage McClellan. Well, I'm Craig, leading us into reviews. Reviews. Simon, what have you been playing this week? This week, I uh, ventured into the PlayStation Store. And because uh, I haven't bought anything from there for a while, so um, I played Zombie Apocalypse. Okay. I saw that. Um, I saw that on the PlayStation Store. But I didn't buy it. Hmm. That was pretty wise, it transpires, <laughs> because um, it's it's a two-stick shooter, uh, essentially left for dead, but top-down and uh, arcade mm-hmm. and therefore pointless. <laughs> uh, seven out of ten. I also played uh, Trine. Have you heard of that? Oh, I did. I, yeah. I have to say, I have not understood the fuss about that game. Like, a lot of people have been saying, oh, it's a beautiful indie you know, uh, indie game, very, very clever. And to me, it just looks like a a more linear The Lost Vikings or something with just sort of PC shareware look to it. Is that right. bad? Um, seven out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, um, I think it's just not for me. This? Sorry. Um, you just said what I was going to say. Right. Great minds in that. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, really, really lovely. And the, the tutorial levels where... You play as a as a as a single character in it. Uh, really nice, and I and I thought, wow, this is mm. what indie gaming should be. Mm. And then when you get into the meat, it's one of the, it's a, as you say, the Lost Vikings or any of the other of those games uh, where you have a, a set number of characters each with different abilities, and you have to switch between them. It just becomes incredibly fiddly very very quickly. Yeah. Um, you cycle between them on the shoulder buttons, and you end up doing the wrong one and falling down, and all. This, and it's such a shame. Such a shame uh, because I'm hugely impressed with it. The engine, like it, it's, it's kind of lost my cross with Pan. Do you remember Pandemonium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a bit like that, and yeah, it's such poten- such great potential, but I just, uh, poor I thought, execution. I thought it looked beautiful in a completely uninteresting way. I don't, I don't, and I guess that means I don't like think Jordan. it looked beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no, she doesn't look beautiful, <laughs> but she. I, I guess that's no, it's a reasonable comparison. Like beautiful in that way that men say some women are men looking at the mcv list and appraising them say some women are beautiful uh, I, I i found it really dull and dark to look at uh, and i guess that's um, yeah. a flaw in me not it so yeah not uh, a happy experience on the playstation store unfortunately what about you steve i've been playing space invaders extreme 2 Ooh. yes uh, so i played the first game loved it yes tell me that the second game's as good Really, really enjoy it. it. It's really, brilliant. really nice. Very, very clever way of taking, you know, retaining the, the, something that's recognisably space invaders and lending all kinds of clever, um, clever uh, combo dynamics and stuff to it. I, I, I found I've never played the first one, right? But I found it just really interesting exploring what you could do in it and different ways of accruing high scores and um, you know the bonus stages and stuff. I think I'll get bored of it quite quickly, but right now, as something to play on the way uh, to work and back again, it's it's good. It's um, 
it's actually out in quite a few formats, isn't it? Space Invaders is it? Extreme. I think that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it went to Xbox and PlayStation. I think it may even be on some other handhelds. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I thought I enjoyed the first one. Uh, so in fact, I did, did, did I know there was a second one coming out? No, I didn't. That was news to me, Steve. Well done. <laughs> um, what score? Seven out of ten. We haven't got any more reviews. No, that's it. We both, both looked to Anne and she's not... Oh. God, I hope she isn't dead. This is Week of Wiki Wawa. A little while ago, I talked about Wikipedia's article deletion process, which involves peer discussion. There's actually another way in which pages can be zapped. In a limited number of cases, an administrator can instantly consign an article to the bin without any discussion. This process is called speedy deletion and it's there to allow us to quickly get rid of obvious advertising, copyright infringements, and other tomfoolery. One criteria for a speedy deletion is for articles with, quote, no indication of importance, individuals, animals, organisations, web content. The reason being that everyone and their uncle has their own band, startup company, or YouTube channel. What relevance has this got with video games, I hear you groan? Is this last criteria, web content, This means browser-based fun, such as Flash games. Indeed, it seems everyone, and their uncle, has made some kind of tower defence dross, and articles about them are justifiably snipped if they make no indication of importance. But if I take the same game and make it downloadable instead, it's no longer web content, is it? And now we have to go through the week-long peer review process to remove its article. For example, mods for games like Half-Life are just as prolific as Flash games, their developers are even more keen to have a Wikipedia presence. Perhaps the criteria could be expanded to include software that has only been published through the internet. Or we should leave the discussion process in place for these games. We wouldn't want an uninformed administrator speedily deleting something like Dwarf Fortress. I'm Duncan Timoney and I'm going away now, bye! <laughs> nice way to go. Yeah. Bye, Duncan. <laughs> we should point out that that should have been on last week, but he forgot to attach the file when he sent it. So, mas- okay. master of Wikipedia, um, very poor at email. Yeah. Was there a behind-the-scenes discussion about this? What about him failing to yeah. send? Oh, I just wrote to him and said, Duncan, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I said, Duncan, I'm sorry. We can't. We won't be able to play your feature this week because on account we of not, <laughs> not, having, not it. having it. So, uh, the big event that we did miss out on was the Golden Joystick Awards, um, the annual shindig down in London. You know, you know people start drinking at half past ten in the morning when they attend the Golden Joysticks? Really? Lightweights. <laughs> That's right. We, we haven't come home from the night before, have we? <laughs> uh, yeah, and Sean Locke hosted it. I think he was apparently reasonably funny. Uh, Don't know who he is. The after party apparently wasn't as terrible as it always is or oh, sorry if you're reading the press release it was it's it's it was even more legendary ripping <laughs> it up or whatever i'll preface this uh, pre- i can't say it. i will preface this with saying uh, i couldn't care less about the golden joysticks and that's why i don't know anything about what's happened so uh let's see if we, you can let's see how on the money or in in tune with the record-breaking number of public that voted all right 12 Family Game of the Year, what do you think that was? Family Game of the Year, it, well, it, it must be something on the Wii, because that's what families play their games on. Um, I would go for, what's come out, uh, Wii uh, Sports Results. Wrong Little Big Planet. Oh, of course. Because um, that did brilliantly commercially, didn't it? And so many families have PS3s. <laughs> what about uh, the Bliss Handheld Game of the Year, sponsored uh, the by Bliss, Bliss Magazine, a magazine game of the year. for the ladies? Um, it'll be the ladies or the girls. Is it? Is that was new Super Mario Brothers out this year or something no, like Grand that? No, Grand Theft Auto, Chinatown Wars. Oh yeah, definitely handheld game of the year uh, because because I see. Hey, hey, oh, hey! Okay, what, sorry. What was the best mobile game of the year? Best mobile game of the year. A Java version of Call of Duty 4. <laughs> no, it was that universally applauded uh, Metal Gear Solid on the iPhone that everybody hated. What? Um, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we're mocking awards this week rather in a war- in a week than <laughs> say whether we won hey, an award. One's voted by the by the trader. Fine. I uh, know some very very strange choices there, but you know uh, it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. That's the public, Steve. 
That's the public. That's uh, the public. Uh, obviously, Fallout 3 won lots and uh, Call of Duty, but those were the strangest ones for me. Jack X got UK Good That's excellent. Good for John Hare. Still very strange. But no, because they've got loyal fans. Apparently they... Good, so do we. Apparently they... And have we won any awards? Apparently they uh, crashed, oh. crashed the service. Right. Uh, so we, we're at the end of uh, this, this uh, One Life Left. Very special, without any girls in the studio. Exactly. The opposite it, of Anne Life Left, this was. Yeah, it was. The literal opposite. Um, think it went very well? Very well indeed. Uh, the average age went up, the average looks went down. See, Anne Life Left had three hot girls in the studio. We had... Two, two ugly, ugly men. men so maybe not the literal opposite but anyway we've had a nice time hope you have too and we'll be back next week so don't worry we'll be back to normal will then. she she will be back and next we've week. got a guest book next week so we have a guest oh. so we'll see you then We're thank you very now. much bye. for listening bye <laughs> So that was one life left. Very much, well, very many thanks to those for turning up tonight. Uh, coming next, Prodigal Paralympians. Tonight's clear spot. <laughs>